interrupt this program to bring you a special report. I can't believe it's news. Really? Here's Brad and John. It's been a while since I've been on a test drive at a dealer, and I don't know, the last few times I did it, it was, there was always like somebody from the dealer was in the car. I remember, you know, years ago when I would do this, they would just like give you the keys, and you could just, you just go take their car. And maybe the policy has changed at a lot of dealerships for good reason, and maybe because of a story like this. This comes to us from New Jersey, where a 47-year-old guy went into a GMC car dealership at 11 o'clock in the morning the other day and said, um, yeah, I want to test drive that, uh, that 2023 white GMC Sierra over there. And they said, okay, go ahead. So he took that thing out, and he never brought it back. Is that the Sierra or see you later? Later that day, the pickup was seen by the police department. They tried to stop it. He did not stop, and they did not chase. They said, all right, well, we'll figure out where he is. And they figured out he was over at the casino. They found the, the pickup. work up that down payment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they found the pickup truck in the parking garage of the casino. <laughs> then they went into the casino and uh, took him out of there in the middle of a big win, I'm sure. Let me tell you about a couple knuckleheads here. How do you turn a $30,000 winning lottery ticket into a couple people in jail? Well, let's go back uh, to last year. In Evansdale, Iowa, a 63-year-old woman comes forward with a lottery ticket, a winning lottery ticket for $30,000. And there's she got the picture holding up the big giant novelty check and all that. Well, flash forward. Cops get a call about a disturbance at her home, and then everything starts to go sideways. That's when the cops start investigating why she's arguing with her roommate, a 45-year-old man named Alvin Larson. Well, in the... He's in the middle of moving out, and police hear them arguing about the winning lottery ticket. Turns out Alvin was the one that bought the lottery ticket, John, but he had some fines, and some uh, he owed the city a, a nine, almost $1,000 in unpaid fines, and he didn't want to have to pay them that. So he talked uh, Sandy, the 63-year-old roommate, into saying the ticket was hers, and he would give her a cut of it. Not clear how much she was supposed to get. Apparently, they didn't iron that out too much because she thought it was supposed to be more than what, you know, he thought Uh, it was. He didn't think she gave him his full share back. So they're arguing about it. It all gets revealed in front of the cops. And now they're both facing lottery fraud. Lottery fraud. All right, let's go to Whidbey Island. The calls you are about to hear are true. Yes, sir. Really? Yes, sir. No, really. It's Whidbey Island 911. Here's Brad and John. All right, son, the party's over. Let's have that grenade. And here are some 911 calls the authorities fielded in early January of this year. Let's begin Monday, January 2nd, 1117 p.m., Big Cedar Lane. 911 caller says, I was pepper spraying a raccoon and I accidentally pepper sprayed myself. It's what we call seasoning. Thursday, January 5th, 10 16 a.m., Serendipity Lane. 911 caller says, I'm getting annoying phone calls every morning. 
Thursday, January 5th, 7.18 p.m., Walker Avenue. 911 caller says, I was in surgery in Coopville, and I escaped. I flew the Coopville. Friday, January 6th, 3.50 p.m., Seaside Drive. 911 caller says, what do I do if I have to pepper spray someone? Talk to the first caller. A lot of pepper spraying issues (laughs) out there on Whidbey Island. And finally, Thursday, January 5th, 5.31 p.m., Bonaparte Lane. 911 caller says, I lost my driver's license inside this house. Can you come over here and help me find it? I'll call the office, get a couple of black and whites up here to take them in. 